Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You're listening to the Hog Talk Podcast, part of Believe Podcasts and the Buzz Radio Network. The former Arkansas Razorback baseball player, Tyler Spoon. We have from ESPN's Around the Horn, highly questionable. Also a two-time Dan Levitard Show Suey winner and the <laughs> former head athlete at Cornell Ferris Fane. D1Baseball.com editor, Aaron Fitt. And current Razorback freshman star, Devo Davis. Mr. Ryan McGee. And we are happy to be joined by Martrell Spate, a former guest of the show, Coach Mike Neighbors from the Arkansas women's basketball team. Former Razorback great and current SEC Network basketball analyst, Pat the Shooter Bradley. Here are your hosts, Kyle Sutherland, Kevin Bohannon, and Porter Hayes. Welcome in to episode 231 of the one and only Hog Talk podcast live from the Heinemann Services Studios. I am your host, Kyle Sutherland, and Porter Hayes will be with us shortly. And whether you're listening on 106.7 The Buzz 2 or your favorite podcast forum, we appreciate you for coming and spending your time with us. If you're on one of the forums, hit that subscribe button if you have not already on Apple Podcast. And if you're on Apple, you could also be so kind to leave us a five-star rating and written review to help us continue to get our name out there and reach more people. We're brought to you as always by our friends at Bet Online. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive 50% off your welcome bonus from your first deposit. Just use promo code believe 50 B L E A V five zero to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021-22 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports where the gaming starts at bet online. Hope everyone is having a great, hope everyone is doing great and having a, a fantastic holiday season. This episode we will treat uh, you to a interview with two members of the Razorback soccer team as Porter will talk with the head coach Colby Hell and All-American midfielder Parker Goins. She is the second Razorback all-time to earn that first team All-American honor. So, they're going to talk about the success of the program as the as they are coming off an Elite 8 per, um, appearance. That's the best the best finish in school history. Sorry, he's getting tangled up there a little bit. But uh, this is a fantastic year for Razorback soccer as Coach Hale has done a really great job since he's been on campus and 
Um, again, they, they had their best finish that they've had in program history, making it to the final eight teams. And so Porter's going to talk with them, and then uh, we're going to possibly be back next week right before, right around Christmas, I guess you could say it would release on Christmas Eve, but kind of to be determined there. But, uh, of course, as we get into the new year with the Razorbacks beginning conference play, now they've got a few games in between there and basketball, of course. The guys uh, definitely stubbed their toe against Oklahoma and got a few more tune-up games, as they say. I, I guess you could put it that way. But uh, before we start conference against Vanderbilt on January 4th. And so still got plenty coming up here as we get into the new year. And, of course, who could forget the Outback Bowl? And uh, I know that there's also drama within the football program with the whole deal with Jimmy Sexton and Sam Pittman's money. All I can tell you guys about that is just sit back and enjoy the ride. We've got a great recruiting class lined up. They're still not done with that. Got a big chance to beat a very good Penn State team on New Year's Day there in Tampa, Florida. So still plenty good, even though that we've seen plenty good going on, even though we've seen plenty of uh, arguments about this and that, about certain things going on within the program, particularly the negotiations already being started by Sam Pittman's new agent, Jimmy Sexton. But... Anyways, I'll quit blabbing. Here we go with Porter Hayes, Parker Goins, and head coach of the soccer team, Colby Hill. Welcome back to episode 131 of the Hog Talk podcast. I am Porter Hayes, and today we're joined by Arkansas soccer coach, Colby Hill, and senior Parker Goins. Appreciate the time today, and, and how's everything going? Good. Thanks, Porter, for having us. Yes. So, uh, First ever Elite Eight, have another SEC title. Just kind of give a, a, a post-recap of the, the season. Coach, I'll start with you and then Parker, you know, follow up and just talk about what the meant getting to that first Elite. You're one game away from that College Cup and, and just adding another SEC regular season title to your trophy case. Yeah, you know, I was telling the older players when I first got here, my first couple of years, we were going through all the program firsts. And there was like 42 program firsts in my first two or three years, you know, and now we've gotten to the point where like the first are like, we've not been to a final four. We've not won a national championship. That's about the only things we haven't done. And, you know, Parker, Malam, Vanny, um, you know, Kayla, they all had a chance to go on and keep, uh, you know, continue their careers. And, you know, someone asked me like what I said to them, I just said, Hey, we'd love to have you if, if you want to come back and if you want to go play pro, like we'll support that too. And, you know, I think they can speak for themselves, but I think they wanted to, to go out. We hadn't made a long run in the NCAA tournament. We lost to Rutgers, actually we tied them, lost in penalties. And they wanted that, right? We wanted a one or a two seed. We want to play the second, third round at home. Like there's some things we hadn't done. And um, yeah, won a third SEC championship. I mean, I think outside of track, we're the only program that's won more than one, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, we laid a great foundation. And obviously Parker was a huge part of that. I think um, with this being my COVID year and just being able to come back, it was really special for all the seniors. Um, you know, making it to the lead eight was really awesome and we fell short, but I think that kind of gave the younger, you know, the younger kids just kind of like a taste of what it feels like to be in that position. And then back in 2019, it was Arkansas's soccer's first SEC championship and, you know, to win it back to back to back, it was really awesome. Parker, I'll start with you on this one. How, how much did it mean you, you decided to come back that you were able to have a postseason at Arkansas and play your postseason in front of your fans opposed to last year, the, the crazy split schedule and, and playing half a season and then trying to regroup, play a few games, and then go play in the NCAA tournament. So 
how much does that mean to you coming back and getting to play a full season all together and then finishing it, you know, doing a postseason in, in Fayetteville? I mean, for me, it was like, it meant everything for me because I am back in 2018, I believe my season got cut short. So I really wanted that extra season. So whenever I, with COVID, um, I was really hoping we were going to get that chance to come back and play. So when we did, it was a no brainer for all of us to come back. Uh, we just wanted the extra year to play under coach and just learn some more and grow as players. And then obviously make a big run in the NCAA tournament, which we did. And coach, I'll ask you, we kind of talked about it, touched on it before we started recording. You look at your program, the softball program and, and the women's basketball program, you're all at that same stage, which you alluded to. You've, you're used to having these first, and now you're at that next level of the, the success. So what does it mean that you see all these programs having so much success and you have the, the fan support that you don't see at a lot of places, not only in the SEC, but around the country? Yeah, I mean, we have the best fans, there's no doubt. And we knew we'd have big fans and big crowds for the NCAA tournament games. And we played SFA on Monday at noon, and we had 1,500 people, right? And so, um, you know, obviously it's it's fascinating, right, as you start building a culture, you know, Parker and, and her class, they had, they, they had some, you know, those first two years were a little bit up and down. And so I think they always appreciated how hard it was to win, and they understood that. Well, now we've got – classes of people who have never done anything but win and you know our our challenge you know we were saying we probably lose more than anyone in the sec i mean we lose some really really good players we probably also return more than anyone in the sec you know and it's it's we're gonna have to make sure that some of those younger players understand like winning isn't easy um you know parker remembers right we had a year in there that 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 was pretty difficult right and when you have that, you remember, like, you know how hard it is to win. Well, some of these kids have done nothing but won an SEC championship. And we got to make sure that everyone understands there's, there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears to go into that. And we got to make sure that we keep the program moving forward. And that's going to be a big challenge, you know, challenge. We have the players to do it. Um, but like losing a player like Parker, Caleb, Taylor, Vanny, I mean, Cora, I mean, Cora played with us one semester. She was fantastic. So yeah, it's going to be a big challenge, but I, I'm really excited about the spring. And Parker, I guess I can allude to you. You know, when you can put your name besides, you know, you and Anna, and then you look at the softball with what Lenny did and Braxton, Danielle, and then the, the women's basketball with what Chelsea and Alexis did, what they done to be that foundation setter. I mean, how much does that mean to you that you can be a part of you or were the one that really set the foundation? And when you come back five years from now and you still see the success of this program, you see those banners on, on the field and, and you help start that. Yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, the past couple of years, women's soccer is finally getting the recognition that we deserve as long as well as like all the other women's sports. It's kind of been mainly about football, basketball, track. And then now you have softball, women's basketball and women's soccer, and we're making a name for ourselves. And I think looking back in a few years, um, I'll be able to come back and, really know that I left my legacy here as well as all the other seniors that have left too. And coach, we're talking about the support and, and not just the fans, but when I was talking to coach Diefel the other day, she was talking about the text chain y'all all have with each other and the support that you have amongst coaches. And of course, I think the last time we had you on, we were talking about Hunter Yurchek and just that bond that you have, how much does that mean that 
you know, you do have the support from top to bottom and then you can feel the energy that has become not only your program, but every program in, in, at Arkansas, you have that body. And I was talking to some recruits that with the number one signing class in, in uh, softball and they bought in in 2018. So they bought into this future and this vision well before you've seen the success. And I think the same could be said with the soccer program. Parker had an opportunity to go to UNC, which has won 21 national championships. And, um, you know, she had a decision, right? Did she, I mean, certainly she would have gone and had a great career there, you know, but she took a bit of a risk and came to a place that was still trying to build. I mean, we were good. We were okay, but she wanted to leave her legacy. Right. And that wasn't something that was available in North Carolina, right? Like if she went there, she was going to be one of a long line of really, really good players. Well, she came here and people will forever remember her and her class as, some of the major catalysts. And there's some other ones, right? Ashley Allenwood and Steph Dole and Tori Kanata and, and Claire Kelly. And there's a lot of people that put a lot into that, but you know, we're getting a new stadium and the fan support. We're number one in the country in social media right now in women's soccer. You know, there's, it isn't just that they win a lot of soccer games. It's like, it's a brand now. And, you know, we have a brand regionally and nationally for our Razorback soccer program. We are number two in goal score. You know, the top forwards in the country want to come here. And we, we have some forwards coming in the next couple of years that everyone in the country wanted. And we scored 72 goals. They, they want to be part of that. Right. And they see Parker Goins was drafted and, you know, all American. And we tell them like, as an attacking player, you can reach every one of your goals here. And um, that's pretty exciting, you know, and, and that's obviously to the work that Parker and, and her teammates did, but um, it's pretty exciting. And, and I'm glad that, you know, I think if we'd have lost in the sweet 16, it, 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 it felt it has stung. Right. Cause I think they wanted to do some things that had never been done. And we got to the lead day and we wanted the final four international championship. You know, we were one Oh and one against teams in the final four BYU tied Florida state. We beat them two nil Rutgers lost one nil and, and we tied them. So, you know, we're there and we got to keep growing. So the, the talk about the new stadium, is it going to be a renovation? Is it going to be at a new location? Kind of give us some insight on, on what the plans are for that. And when can we expect y'all to be playing there? Well, I'm meeting with Hunter, so, you know, I'll let you know. Uh, maybe right. get him on the dog pod and put a little pressure on him and ask him, all right, how what there you go. Meet him there, Hunter? No, I mean, he, right. he knows it's overdue. And they go in cycles, and, you know, soccer's, soccer's up, and it's our turn, and, and he said that, and I've been meeting with some donors. It's exciting, though. We got an unbelievable – I mean, soccer in Arkansas is getting better. I just had a club coach reach out to me yesterday and said, please let your players know they're inspiring a future generation of little soccer players, right? They, your team is so inspirational and how they play and how they compete and how they carry themselves. You know, this isn't just, Hey, we want a few, we scored a few more goals than someone. There's a lot more to it here. And I couldn't be more proud of them. And Parker, I'll go back to you being an all American, you know, and what he just alluded to of, you know, one, when you go pro, they follow you to your pro team. Not many fan bases would do that. I mean, I noticed when you signed, I think it was Kansas city, correct. That you, you had uh, to sign uh, with Louisville, racing Louisville. Yes. Yes. I knew. Yeah. That's what it was. I noticed that as soon as you made that announcement, there was probably like 30 to 50 people that was already going and following the team, including myself. And so what, what does that mean to you? Like your legacy, what do you want to be remembered as? And then when you go to onto your pro career, like you're going to have some hog fans follow you and they're going to want some, uh, some of those scars just along with Arkansas scars. Yeah. It's funny. Cause some people have already reached out just some people that are wanting to come to some games in Louisville and it's just awesome. I mean, I play soccer for myself, but I also play it 
you know, for my family, for other people. And it's just really awesome that I get to inspire kids like that. Um, and hopefully that they can, I can leave a good, um, trying to think of the word, can't quite think of it, <laughs> but just so that they can follow along and learn from me. It's really, it's really incredible. Well, from us here, it's been a pleasure watching you and, and just the ascending of your program and how far y'all made it. I've become, and I was telling Coach Dyfel, it's, it's hard not to cover your team and try to be media, but yet not be a fan. It's been very hard. I do this on the side. I'm, you see, I'm at work right now. And so I really try to take my time to, I've done this for three years, try to elevate as much I can with the women's programs along with doing the podcast. But that's been my goal. So, again, thank you for what you did for this program. And uh, I guess wouldn't it on this with Coach Hale, you know, your returners, what and with your coming, you know, what you got coming in in your next class, what can we look forward to? I know it's kind of early, but what, what can we kind of look forward to next year? I mean, I think we're loaded, right? I mean, you got some opportunities for some players to step up. And we had those meetings with those kids. I mean, you got some attacking players. You know, you lose some you lose some goals and you lose some really, really top players. You know, you return Kylie Delaney and Sophie Aragon and Tankersley and Jessica Filippo is going to come back. You got obviously Anna. And I mean, there's just a load of um, top, top attacking players. And, you know, they're going to go from like, you know, hey, Parker and Kayla are winning us a game to, hey, now the game is on my shoulders. And I'm really excited for the spring for them. They got loads of talent. Um yeah, and there's going to be opportunity for them and what they do that that opportunity is going to be up for them. You know, and the backs are just the same, right? I mean, you got some young players. We have a, a kid we redshirted, Greer McGuire, who we think a lot of. And, you know, it's, it'll be our job to make sure everyone gets better in the spring um, because they will. They'll need to. But, you know, I said it. Like, you could argue we lost more than anyone in the SEC. Um, but I actually think we return more than everyone in the SEC as well. And, um, yeah, it's going to be an exciting spring. I know that's got to make your job a little bit easier knowing that you've got your program to the point to where you're not and I guess in soccer, I don't know how it is in, in your field and, and the transfer portal. Is there much y'all have to deal with that? Or is that pretty much just something that you you're kind of proud that you get all your girls to stick with you and you don't really have to tap into that transfer portal as much. You know what? We had seven transfers last year. So, I mean, I think it's a piece of what we do. It's an exciting program to be part of, you know, we got a kid from, um, I don't think I can actually say it, but we got a big, big top four program kid transferring. And we're still talking to probably five or six kids for, you know, the spring or next fall. So yeah. And the good class coming in, I mean, they're freshmen, right? So who knows where they'll be or how ready they'll be. I'm sure a few of them will be ready to play immediately. Um, but we got a group of returning players. I mean, you got a kid named Ava Bendetti, who's a transfer, you know, took a little time to trans, you know, transition, had some, had some, um, some health issues in the middle you got. And then you got Ellie Potagil who, you know, has a potential to be one of the best midfielders slash outside backs in the country. You know, she tore her ACL, so she'll be back. So yeah, we're excited. It's a great group. You know, we got, they got big shoes to fill, you know, we're not going to shy away from that. And, you know, you said it makes my job easier. I don't think there's anything easy about trying to follow the act we just had, but um, it is going to be fun and exciting. And I think we have the players to do it. Well, both to both y'all, I really appreciate your time for coming on. And, and again, I mean, we've been following success and already looking forward to next year and, seeing what 2022 2023 brings to the table thank you thank you thank you well that will do it for episode 131 of the hog talk podcast for myself porter hayes coach hell and parker goins we'll catch you next week
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.